0: to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And
1: I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell.
0: What is the Gone Boss Podcast?
1: Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Be sure to check
0: us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss.
1: We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for goneboss.
0: We're brought to you today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up?
1: A two-part virtual workshop.
0: Two-part virtual. You could be at home. You could be by the pool because of the temperatures are rising,
1: right? Uh, right now Well, this spring is really cold
0: as all <laughs> As
1: we're recording this today, it is cold. So maybe not the pool, but you could be at home, you could be at work, you could be anywhere you want to be. This is going to be on Wednesday, April 26th. And Thursday, April twenty seventh from two to three thirty each day. And it's virtual. What's it called though? It's called Building the Next Generation of Leaders Through Recruiting and Retention Practices.
0: All right. Now that does sound interesting. Who's the presenter? The, the facilitator? presenter,
1: the facilitator is Camber Parker. Camber? Camber, K-A-M-B-E-R, like Amber with a K. She is originally from Baltimore, Maryland, but she moved to Greenville, South Carolina. She started her own company called the YoPro No in 2018. That she, sounds
0: like a very Google name.
1: It does. It <laughs> is designed to be a bridge between ambitious young professionals and the companies that wish to hire them and most importantly, retain them. So she sounds like a good person who'd be able to facilitate this conversation. All right. Now, what's the title again? It's called Building the Next Generation of Leaders Through Recruiting and Retention Practices.
0: It's a two-part
1: two-part virtual workshop on Wednesday, April 26th, and Thursday, April 27th, from 2 to 3.30 p.m. each day.
0: Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com.
1: Today in the studio, we have Jennifer Housel with Cobalt Civil. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. No problem. Thanks for joining me.
2: So tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, so I reside in Winchester now. Um, I am a transplant. Okay. I grew up in a smaller town than Winchester, believe it or not, called Cherubusco. Is that here in Indiana? Yes, it's okay. about two hours north of here. Um, small town. Grew up on the lake, so had the little lake house, which was fantastic. Nice. Uh, met my husband in college at IPFW. It was his senior year, my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Lived in Fort Wayne for several years, and then when we decided to have start a family, we wanted to go back to our roots and go small town Mm -hmm. um so we moved back to winchester okay is he from winchester he is yep born and raised all
1: right that's how it works i grew up in a small town too alexandria uh and I always said I was never going to move back to a small town and now I live in farmland which is even smaller, smaller yeah <laughs> yeah.
2: you always say that until you're you get older and you appreciate yeah. the attributes of a small town absolutely and when you're ready to like start thinking about a family and yes. how you want to
1: like what what values and what what's important to you and your family and all yep. that. And yep. now it's like oh I like that I can let my kid run around on the farm and not have to worry about her and things exactly. Like that. Perfect. Yep. All right. So tell me
2: a little bit about your family. Um. So I have a daughter, Kendall. She's five. Okay. She keeps us on her toes. She's a little diva. Wouldn't change a thing though. <laughs> um. And we also have a dog. Oh, he's an English Cream Golden Retriever. He is more of a handful than she is. I feel like I have two children. <laughs> two children. Yep. 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 And then obviously I'm married to Ian Housel. He, okay. He uh born and raised here. He works at Ardall. So, so right. another nice little anchor company here in town. Anchor, get it. It's uh, actually our all now. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Perfect. Yeah, we've got a nine year old. She's a diva too. She keeps us on her
1: toes. Yep. Yep. I feel like she's nine going on 19, mm-hmm. but wouldn't change it for anything. yeah Absolutely. <laughs> so, what do you like to do after a hard day of work?
2: Well, if the weather's nice, I'm outside. I love to be outside, hear the birds. We sit on our balcony, um, read my book if I ever have any moments of silence without somebody screaming mom 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 Mm -hmm. um and then in the cold weather I like to cook okay do you have a favorite thing to cook anything anything yep I like to cook I don't bake because I don't measure okay yeah baking you have to be a little more precise yep yep not my not my forte okay I just like to throw it all together throw
1: things in and see what happens yep perfect (laughs) so how did you get started talk me talk me through it
2: my professional career professionally so The first managerial role I took was at McDonald's. Okay. So I started at McDonald's back in the day, way back. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw a year on (laughs) it. Um, And they promoted me to manager. I was an hourly manager at the time. I thought it was awesome. I really enjoyed managing and leading. I went up the ranks there at McDonald's for years, um, went to salary management, which is like upper management Mm -hmm. running a store. Loved it. Uh, I, I highly recommend anybody that has the opportunity to go into that program to take it. Learned a ton of life skills there. Um, however, the hours are rough. Yeah. Um, and obviously the labor shortage these days probably makes it even worse. Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah. So I decided to make a change. Um, and I actually took a step back in my career and took a position as a cashier. Okay. Um, at Omnisource, which is a scrap metal recycling mm-hmm. company in Fort Wayne. It was like, well, heck, I'm going to. At least have monday through friday hours so i went to become a cashier and from there i just learned all the traits of the business and moved my way up at omnisource from cashier to auditor to ap clerk Um, and then i finally ended up as a business systems analyst in it department okay that's (laughs) (laughs) so funny how i got to that position as we were doing a software implementation and i was actually one of the end users um, so not on the IT team. Mm-hmm. I just always have caught on quickly. And the, the girl there, she's like, you know, we're hiring, don't you? I'm like, I have no skills that fit that bill. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, what the heck? Why not? So I applied. I interviewed a couple times, and they hired me for that position. So Excellent. it just goes to show. Don't let anything hold you back. Absolutely. I think you know, we see job
1: postings, and we're like, oh, I don't fit every single one of those criteria or whatever, especially as women. I feel like there's been studies that show, like, men will apply for anything, Mm -hmm. even if they don't qualify for all of them, and women are like, oh, no, I don't hit all those marks. I'm not going to even apply, and it's like, that's silly. Put your hat in the ring.
2: Yep, put it out there, because, you know, you never know. All (laughs) they can do is say no. Yeah, the worst you can say is no. Take it as a learning, you know, a learning opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I went there, and Then I went back to college for IS, Information Systems. and got my degree. They paid for my college. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I did that for years. And then I got a phone call after we had moved back to Winchester. So I was working out of one of our Muncie um, offices. Mm -hmm. After we had moved back, they worked with me, allowed me to work remote. Daniel Sheets called me. I was like, who are you? You know, small town. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows somebody. Oh, yeah. Your name got brought up. And um, long story short, I interviewed with them for Cobalt Civil. It was a nice career change because mm-hmm. um, i'm head of hr and it there so you know i had been in it for 10 years i was like well you know i get bored i like a challenge and little did i know i was going into hr right before a pandemic hit. exactly lovely yeah so i mean i got thrown in and i sink or swim sweetheart <laughs> Yeah, I mean the good thing is none of us knew what we were
1: doing. I suppose at that time, but like that makes your job even harder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
2: I took the leap of faith and joined Cobalt Civil, and I haven't looked back since. Excellent. Yeah.
1: I know you do HR and IT. Mm -hmm. So what is the most challenging part about the HR side of things? People, people.
2: (laughs) Yep, it is because you know nobody's the same, right? Um, Everybody is driven by different. Things like somebody may be driven by time off, somebody may be driven by dollars, Um, and you all have to approach each person differently. Everybody has different personality traits. Um, If I was to be completely straightforward to you, it may hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. If I'm straightforward to somebody else, they take it and roll with it. So it's just really knowing how to manage and talk to people. Yeah. What's something
1: you wish you had known when you were first starting out?
2: It's okay to screw up (laughs) because you know what? If you screw up, that means you're taking um, risks, you're learning, Mm -hmm. you're. Growing, you're building yourself up. Um, as long as you learn from those mistakes, right. mm-hmm. it's okay to make them. Excellent. And yeah. I wish someone would have told me that at the beginning. You know, go for it. Yeah, and you think you want to be perfect and get everything right, and yeah, you do. But at the end of the day, I
1: tell people, you know, we're not we're not NASA, and we're not like doing heart surgery or anything right. like that.
2: Yep. You, I mean, when I'm training new people, if they make a mistake, that you know they you always beat yourself up way worse. Oh, yeah. Than anybody else. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not beating you up because I've been there. I've made that mistake. That's how I know how to fix it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you work now in a more primarily male-dominated field, I would imagine. I do. And maybe in the scrap metal industry, too, I would imagine. My entire career. (laughs) Your whole career,
2: everything. Yep. So have you run into discrimination because you're a woman in business? Uh, I feel I have. Um, You know, I was actually up for a promotion at my prior employer, and it was me and a male. Mm -hmm. Um, He was one of my peers we interviewed everything was pretty equal Mm -hmm. I didn't get it he got it don't really know exactly if the female had anything to do with it but you know what I just I don't let it I don't let it weigh on me yeah so the less I think about it the better off I am excellent I agree I've had that kind of thing too and I feel like when you succeed and the better you do and the better you are um the bigger the bullseye is on your back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as you succeed, you're going to have a bullseye on your back. People are going to try and tear you down. Just don't let them. Let them do what they want to do. And you know what? You worry about yourself and you do what you do because obviously it's working. What
1: professional organizations are you part of?
2: Um, I am part of SHRM, which is Society for Human Resource Management. Okay. Um, I actually joined that when I took my HR career Mm -hmm. because I had no experience. I mean, I had very little experience right. in HR prior. Um, I joined them so that I could study to get my professional certificate because I'm a certified professional for HR now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that through SHRM. Met great people. They have fantastic resources. Um, they have local chapters. So okay. I try to engage in that as well as all the local HR folks In Winchester and Mm -hmm. all the businesses here we uh, have a pretty good rapport where we kind of bounce things off of each other
1: cool so you started working
2: at Cobalt Civil during COVID what was that transition like for you the transition was rough (laughs) Um, and it wasn't any it was not Cobalt Civil's fault it wasn't my it was just it was all the un- uncharted territory that everybody was going through at the same time. It was a learning curve, doing a lot of research and asking other professionals, "What do you do in this situation?" They're like, "Well, I don't know because <laughs> nobody had it yet." Yeah. <laughs> um, but it it was gr- honestly it was great because I started in the HR field in a very difficult time. So I keep telling myself, if I made it through that, like the rest should be a piece of cake. <laughs> True. <Excellent>.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> success mean to you?
2: Um, So success in my life has changed depending on the era I'm in. So Mm -hmm. right now I'm in my mom chapter. So success to me is raising my daughter to be a strong-willed woman, confident, um, a go-getter, and empathetic and kind at the same time. So I want her to be able to stand up for herself and um, do great things, but she also needs to have that soft side. So, honestly, that – raising her to be a kind human Mm -hmm. um, is my biggest goal right now because raising kind humans is really hard today.
1: I I agree, yes. And I I feel like I've got a good start on the strong-willed, independent (laughs) child woman part. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, we just need to, like – not be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, fine-tune it, fine it a little bit. Fine-tune
2: it a little bit. Yes, all there's yeah. a real fine line that if you find that balance, it's, you're going to be it's, successful. It's going to be good. Yes, I, I agree. Do
1: you have any volunteer organizations you're
2: a part of or you work with? Yeah, so I've worked in the past with WCCPC, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic organization, and here recently I've kind of stepped back and realigned my time mm-hmm. for what is most important to me, and that's my family. So yeah. I have stepped back a little bit on my volunteering because I was uh, volunteering way too much yeah. um, to where I was stressed out and not enjoying it as much as I used to.
1: Mm-hmm. That kind of defeats the purpose yes, at some point. Yeah.
2: So I, I kind of stepped back um, and realigned my values with what I want to do. Um, And that's spend time with my family. Yeah,
1: that makes total sense. My husband and I always say we could find some kind of networking or volunteer opportunity to do every day. Yes. But we need to be strategic about what we get involved with, what
2: fits our talents, our times, our passions. Yes. And all of that. You know, I used to coach track. I loved that. Volunteering. The United Way has some amazing things going on. But you have to find that balance. Right. What do you want to be remembered for? Being a go-getter not backing down to any challenge I take anything that's thrown my way how do you maintain a positive attitude all right so a positive attitude is very difficult and I find myself have myself having to hit that reset button on myself on occasion where I feel I'm getting negative Mm -hmm. so you I have to wake up in the morning and sometimes you really do wake up on the wrong side of the bed true and I have to talk myself into (laughs) into the right side (laughs) into having a positive mindset because having that positive mindset truly changes your outlook on your entire day. Mm-hmm. You have to look for the positive in all the negative situations. Um and working in HR, it's a lot of negative stuff that end up happening throughout the day. You mm-hmm. just have to find that positive coachable moment. So, something negative may have happened. You have to look for that positive coachable moment where you can make an impact on that employee's life, hopefully. Right. And um make a good situation out of a bad. So I really find myself having to hit my reset button often. But keeping that at the top of your head, making, you know, a conscious effort to have that positive mindset is a game changer absolutely is there anything specific you do to hit that reset button no i just honestly talk myself into it
1: hey that's good we can talk ourselves into lots of things
2: you know it's all about how
1: you think about things Mm -hmm. no i like that you can talk yourself into having a good day and you can also talk yourself into having a
2: bad day exactly (laughs) so it's better if you do the first one i think all on your mindset absolutely positive mindset what's your favorite band or artist so this is a funny one, because I'm going to say the Doobie Brothers okay. is my favorite band. Right. Um, for my uh, generation, people are probably like, what the heck? <laughs> but I grew up listening to Doobie Brothers. Okay. Um, love it. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early bird. Okay. All right. I love my coffee. If I could wake up before the sun rises, that's where I'm the happiest. When I'm on vacation, you'll find me on a balcony watching the sunrise while okay. everybody else is snoozing away. <laughs> okay. I'm one of the snoozers, but yes, uh, I, I like those early birds. They, they make the world run, I think. Yep. What's your favorite movie? Anything animated. Okay. I love animated movies. Like when uh, my daughter and I sit down and watch stuff, I get into the movies as much as, if not more, than <laughs> she does.
1: What's your hidden talent? Something you're good at that people might not know.
2: Oh, I wish I had a hidden
1: talent. (laughs) Everyone has something they're good at. What's yours? I am really good at writing um, sternly worded emails to people.
2: Ah, okay. That's a good one. I am very good at being, how do you put this? Direct to the point, but in a nice way. Yeah people tell me like wow Politically correct. yeah
1: you can you can write that email and tell me to go fly a kite in the nicest way possible yeah and I mean then I feel good about it at the at the end I'm yes like, that's yes. what
2: I'm good at <laughs> yeah yep love that yep tell me something that's on your bucket list I really don't have a bucket list actually um I'm more of a homebody so I love to I love to go to the beach mm-hmm. if I have to travel I'm you'll find me at the beach okay other than that you can I like to stay at home I am I like to entertain if people come over to our house, you know, in the summer we get the golf cart out and we have all like our little community out there where everybody's really close and we just hang out at home.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> My husband hates the bye at the end and so I just have to double down and do it every time. So <laughs>
0: Just this past weekend, we attended the district conference for Rotary 6560, Rotary 6560. yes. Down in Indianapolis at the, how do you say Murat? Murat?
1: I call it the Murat. I don't know if it's the Murat. Murat
0: Shrine, which is not the Murat Theater.
1: No, you would it's think right it's right around the corner. In the same parking lot. No yeah.
0: connection to get into the theater. From that side of the building. S-
1: whoever designed that, I don't <laughs> think was thinking, forward thinking, but whatever, that's fine. Yes, we went to Indy, and I went as a tag-along spouse and also helper, coordinator, fire putter, outer extraordinaire.
0: Yes, we did have a few fires. Well, we?
1: that's... It's what we do. Nobody it's, knows
0: about. Nobody it. Nobody knows so about good. it
1: because we just take care of it and make it happen. So it's Matt and Angie. That's what we do. It's fine. Now
0: speaking of design, we stayed at an <laughs> Airbnb.
1: Okay. Now I'm going to sound like a snob. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, and uh, I'm going to I'm going to own it. It's fine.
0: Okay. There was a big convention in town. We won't say NRA or anything like that on this program.
1: Right. But there were <laughs> a big convention with like thirty thousand people in downtown. So all AMB. the hotels
0: gone. Every hotel
1: up. room was booked, and we had kind of this was a last minute like yeah. you were always gonna go but we weren't always gonna spend the night and go for two days and blah, blah, blah so we decided oh let's see if we can try to get a hotel room oh that's great if you want to get the one hotel room in indy that's open for five hundred dollars a night i'm like Haha, no thank you so i go to my friend airbnb which i have had Great experiences on before. Yes. Anytime we go on vacation or anything like that, we usually get an Airbnb. And I like to surprise my family with the most fabulous, wonderful, exquisite locations that I can find that are are also within our budget.
0: Now, one of these was a tiny house just a couple of years Uh, ago. One
1: was a tiny house, yes. That
0: was fun. That was fun.
1: well, it was different and it was exquisite <laughs> it was and lovely and it, it was, was different. It was very lovely,
0: yes. I will one give
1: that. was a yurt that we just found.
0: Yes. I also have was...
1: looked into but not chosen a railroad car once that's been that con- moves. It does no it's stationary. Oh, it doesn't okay. move, but it's
0: I've stayed in the railroad car thing over there at that hotel at the convention center. E- like right around there.
1: Yeah, from. around Union Station. Yeah. They've yeah. got the old Pullman cars and all of that. No, this was an actual like freestanding car outside on a railroad track that doesn't oh. move anymore and it has been converted into an Airbnb. But So went, that one's forthcoming. That one's forthcoming. It didn't work for whatever we were doing that weekend. I've also looked into tree houses and all kinds of things. And then. And you read the
0: reviews. I
1: read the reviews. You read I the look at the pictures. I pride myself on my thoroughness and in investigation. I have like 14 tabs up of, of possibilities and whatever. And because my steady S personality in the disc profile, I have to like check make a spreadsheet and check everything off and make sure it's going to like meet my expectations and wow my family of what a great job I did.
0: So, how did this one this past weekend turn out for?
1: Now, it, it wasn't <laughs> bad.
0: It had great reviews. It
1: had great reviews. <laughs> it was now it wasn't bad. It wasn't like it was a total like asshole or anything like that. But it wasn't to Angie Rogers' house standards of Airbnb selection.
0: So we show up Friday night. We pull up to this uh, house.
1: It's a, it's in the Cottage Home Neighborhood Association.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad or anything. Don't lots of tiny
1: little cottages. I had driven around the neighborhood earlier, so there was, was a beautiful neighborhood, lots of little charming houses. There was a little park down the road and a brewery and a coffee shop, and uh, it was Lovely, nice little place right off of Mass Ave, like not that far away, a mile away from where we were at. The views were glowing. It was fabulous. So, so we, we walk in. We walk in, and there's a Viking <laughs> helmet on the that table. Was a,
0: I thought that was a Roman helmet or something like that. I it, don't looked know. I don't it didn't look Viking. didn't have horns.
1: didn't have horns. Maybe it was Roman. Well, I don't we took know. pictures
0: in it. Of we course. did take pictures <laughs> in
1: it, um, I'm like, who else has put their head but in this? But giant
0: okay. L-shaped couch. couch.
1: It was very comfy.
0: With two giant screen TVs,
1: giant like bigger than the TVs at our TV at our house.
0: You could tell this guy was a gamer. He had gaming systems, a giant computer, all that stuff I know, right there,
1: right there. And I'm like. Usually when you go to an Airbnb, like any important, valuable stuff is like yeah, locked all away. Yeah, it's locked down. Uh, this, I'm like, there's a big old gaming computer. I'm not gonna, but I could steal it if I wanted to. So that was interesting. Um, it looks like, you know, this guy, this is his bachelor pad. Yeah. Um, and he lives there just normal during the week. And then whenever he gets an Airbnb, he just skedaddles out of there and go, probably goes stays with Put a buddy. Put towels out. Change sheets. The sheets.
0: Boom. Fine. You're in.
1: It, now, it was clean. It was. It, it looked like the pictures said, but that's probably about it.
0: <laughs> the amenities, uh, you know, the, the the cabinets and the bathroom. And it was like walking into the 1960s well, it, house you could tell in the, downtown Indianapolis. Right,
1: this was an old cottage house that was built like years and years and years ago and has never been updated since. In fact, they didn't even want to pull up the carpet and put down new carpet. So instead, they just put remnants on top of the <laughs> yes. carpet, like in the bedroom. So again, it was clean. It was fine. The bed was comfortable. It did have a little bit of a lean to it. So like, yeah, I, you know, I,
0: somebody had been sleeping there.
1: Yeah. So I rolled over to the other side of the bed anytime I got in it. So it was fine. Um, and, of
0: course, me, I like to nose around, so I'm, like, looking in all the drawers and the underneath the sink and in the cabinets yeah, and all so, that. Yeah, so,
1: and what did you find in the drawers?
0: Underneath the sink, I found a bong.
1: Yeah, so we found a bong.
0: Yeah, nice glass bong, too.
1: Yeah, it looked amazing, I guess. And then what else did you find in the drawers of the bedroom? I didn't find it. You found it. Ah! <laughs> we found some prophylactics in the there drawer of the of the bedroom.
0: Yeah, so at least so, the guy's I mean, safe, I guess.
1: I guess he's safe. That's good. I'm all about that. And uh, I guess, you know, you know, the review said it had everything you can need. And I say it has everything you could need and, and more. more. If you want to have a real good weekend, he's got you covered with the bong and the things. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy Hats or whatever they used to call them. Jimmy Hats? Yeah.
0: I've never heard them called Jimmy Hats.
1: Oh, I, I have. <laughs> I think I have. Maybe. Yeah. In like an old TV show or something. I don't know. Anyway, it was fun. We had a good time. Yes. It was... All we did was sleep. All we did was sleep. And we had to, to the wake the up at morning. O Dark Thirty and be at a conference at 7.15, which on a Saturday... Which should be illegal and not allowed to happen. But it was fine. It was good. And it's what we got for, you know, having a big convention in town where every hotel and Airbnb was booked. So So
0: if you're as bougie as Angie,
1: rent early. Yeah, rent early, rent often.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss.
1: Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss.
0: We're on Instagram at goneboss2k, or you can find us on Facebook just by searching gone Boss.
1: If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.
0: Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at schaeferleadership.com.
1: Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has gone, gone boss! boss.